Hello and welcome into the Divine Podcast. I'm Bonnie Can, your feminine coach. In these episodes, we will be exploring and navigating through anything and everything taboo. I'm here to open up the topics you have always wanted to know about. Femininity, pleasure, awakening your wild woman, trauma, wounding, and an abundance of other things. Welcome once again, beautiful souls. Let's dive into the divine. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dive Into the Divine. I am your host, Bonnie Can, and it is such a beautiful day here in Melbourne, and I've got a beautiful day ahead, and I hope you do have as well. I wanted to make an episode on trauma because I can't believe that I actually haven't done one specifically on trauma. So I wanted to open this conversation up to you guys and really help you start to learn about your trauma, how it's impacting you. And yeah, so there's a lot I can talk on with trauma. So today I'll just be talking trauma in general and then I'll do more episodes specifically on other areas for example, how trauma can affect sex, how can how it can affect romantic relationships, how it can block you from manifesting and things like how it can stop you from feeling safe and heaps more. Also, before we get into it, I wanted to put out a trigger warning for anyone who is currently dealing with trauma, no matter how big or small it is on the scale. I really don't want you to be triggered by this episode and go into a survival spiral. So I encourage you to reach out to someone you love or work with a specialist or work with me to do the healing around your trauma. But if you do feel comfortable, uncomfortable with this topic of trauma, then this might not be the episode for you right now. So go take advantage of all the other great episodes And feel free to use my resources, my free resources on my website, bonniecan.com. And then come back to this episode when you feel ready to hear it. So let's get into it. So the first thing you need to know about trauma is that when the violation occurs, you don't always get to finish the trauma response. And that may be for many reasons, like it wasn't safe for you to do that at that time, Or maybe it was interrupted, for example, by maybe someone trying to comfort you and hold you, which actually prohibited you from finishing the trauma cycle. And, you know, we obviously know that our loved ones want to comfort us so much when something life-threatening or extreme happens and they might cuddle you and hold you and they think they're doing something really good for you but it's actually stopping you from shaking that trauma getting it out like in the wild animals you might even notice like with your dogs say fireworks went off and it scared the crap out of them and it was a big moment for them they will then shake afterwards and what this is actually doing is shaking out the trauma, shaking out the stagnant energy. So what happens when you don't finish your trauma cycle is that there's left leftover energy from that violation and it actually becomes trapped in your body. And so when 
this energy isn't released. It can also manifest physically in the body and the mind. And that's why it's so important to work on and talk about and do the healing on trauma. And I'm this is something I'm super passionate about. I find it incredibly incredibly fascinating how the brain works and how energy works in the body and how something that has happened you know two decades ago or however long ago even in your childhood still plays a massive role and still affects you on a larger scale in your life and how you show up so some of the ways that it can manifest um in your body and in your life and in your mind but this isn't obviously all of them but this is some uh fatigue things like fast heartbeat um we all know ptsd triggered by loud sounds maybe you're unable to be intimate whether that's self-pleasure or with somebody else you might also have this constant feeling of not being safe because when you have trauma that you haven't worked on, you're constantly living in a stress response. You are reliving your trauma as if it was happening in this moment, even though it may have been a decade ago or three years ago or whatever. But your mind, body doesn't know the difference. All it knows is that when it is triggered by one of your senses, whether that's sound, um, touch, smell, all of that, the five senses, it know, it feels like there is a threat, even though there may not be a threat. But that is because it is linking it back to that violation that happened to you, that scenario that happened. So, for example, maybe it was a allowed um sound that triggered you and back if you look back into whatever happened to you there may have been a loud sound in that moment and so all your body knows is that it perceives a threat even when you are in a safe situation I hope that makes sense another important thing to know about trauma is you can have trauma at any age and also the younger it occurs, the more damage it can actually do because we are so vulnerable when we are younger. So that's why I'm so passionate about helping people release their trauma so that they don't have to relive their trauma. And even something that I'm working on currently that I'll share like a tiny bit about, um, but it's not but it's something that has only recently resurfaced for me and it's something I haven't had a moment to explore fully yet um, as it's part of the journey. And yeah, so in 2002, I believe it was, I was five um, and I was actually in Bali when the bombings happened and that was something I guess I've suppressed and like this is 20 years later and it's only just like coming up for me and really needing to do some work with my inner child and looking back into this 
and why it's resurfaced now. So when things resurface, I always take it as an invite to welcome myself into doing the healing. And I encourage you to do the same if you hear something or, you know, things come up at a certain time for a reason. So trust that, listen to your intuition and do the healing when you feel called to. Another thing with trauma is that when you become triggered, like I mentioned before, it's like the violation is reoccurring. So it may feel like it's happening again and your body doesn't know the difference. So what happens when you feel threatened or unsafe? You have to protect yourself, right? So you have to survive in that moment. So what happens is your body shuts down any part of you that isn't necessary for survival. And we also have to think about how it was when we were primitive beings. So if you're running away from a tiger, is it important? Is, is it a good time to make a baby? Probably not. Is it a good time to go to the bathroom? No. Is it a good time to eat and I digest food? Probably not. So also note with these things is that if you are triggered and you are reliving your trauma, all of these things are going to stop, even if you are no longer in a threat. So having a baby, um, self-pleasuring, feeling safe, digesting food, all of these things, right? Your body even though you may not be in that traumatic traumatic situation now, your body is still going to be, when it is triggered, still going to be acting out these survival instincts. So it makes it really hard for you to do things that you want to do. And you're not even able to control this consciously because it is happening on an unconscious level. So... All of these parts shut down so so all of your energy and fuel can go into surviving. It triggers adrenaline, the fight or flight and freeze response. And also the thing with the freeze response is it's more common than you think. But we have a lot, lot of moments where we actually freeze for a second. And this is basically where we quickly analyze the situation like, is this situation or thing a threat to me or is it safe? So in order to quickly analyze that in a moment, we have to pause. And this is also a perfect example. Like if you're home alone and maybe you hear someone yelling outside of your house, you might pause, listen and try to assess the situation and then you'll make a judgment whether you're going into fight or flight, which is also unconscious. This is part of the reptilian brain, which is our instincts. And it's a much older part of the brain. It is, it knows what it's doing and it can switch on like that. Um, and in a way, we're kind of assessing the risk. What are the chances of you know, dot, dot, dot happening, what if this happens, analyzing the threat and then acting. But that is also part of the prefrontal cortex. So that is like 
your judgment, your motor control, your cognitive skills, your memory, your language, that sort of stuff. So actually what I'll do now is I'll quickly take you through the parts of the brain that play a role in trauma, storing the trauma and all of that. Another thing to know is that there's actually a part of your brain that stops filing basically your memories. So when you try to explain to someone your trauma, you may remember fragments, you might remember none of it. Um, and that is really normal with trauma. So when adrenaline is released, basically the prefrontal cortex shuts down and the prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that really controls your cognitive skills, like I said, your emotional expression, your problem solving, your memory, your language, your judgment, your motor control. And so when this part is switched off in trauma, it basically goes offline. You can't access this part. And this is the part that makes us, you know, intelligent, human, all of that, all of our feelings and thought processes that other mammals don't have. So, so trauma basically imprints a stressful event in your brain saying that something traumatic happened here and it's stored in the amygdala which tries to keep you safe and basically make sure that this same situation doesn't play out again so it's trying to protect you and when this when i was saying that it imprints as a stressful event in your brain it doesn't save it like a story as you know xyz happened to me it actually stores it basically through our senses so the memory is now being chopped up and it's fragments of visual images smells sounds tastes touch and since the traumatic event is in sensory fragments like I said it's really hard to express to people verbally and through language it struggles to help you piece the story together to express that so what happens instead is it's stored in your physical body and that traumatic energy can be triggered by any of these physical or sensory um, senses and they make you relive the trauma. So like I was saying before, maybe there was a smell anchor, a negative smell anchor, which basically brought you back to your trauma. And your brain is trying to warn you, saying it's not safe, even when you are safe. So I hope that makes sense. Another thing you need to know too, is that when you're working with me, or somebody, a psychologist, whoever it may be, you don't need to know the trauma to be able to clear it from your body and your vessel. So even if you can't recall all the details or what happened, you can still do the work on this. Also with trauma, in the fight or flight response, your IQ can drop up to, I think it's like 40 points 
which is incredible. Like that's a massive drop, right? So basically if you think of the brain as an upside down triangle and you've got all these layers of the brain, the top parts of the brain are for the prefrontal cortex. So it's all your thinking. It's what makes us human. And then down the bottom is the reptilian brain, the brain that controls our heart rate, heart rate, our breathing, that sort of stuff. So in a traumatic situation, only the bottom parts of the brain are firing. None of the top parts are firing that help us think and make decisions and think clearly. So if none of the top parts of the brain are working and you only have the bottom part, oh, also, <laughs> I don't want to forget that also the top part of the brain is really important for time. So the the lower part of the brain doesn't understand time, which means it can't understand that whatever happened to you, whether you were abused or some other really horrible thing happened to you, it doesn't realize that that happened three months ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago. It still thinks it's happening in this current moment. So if you do want to work with me on trauma, I will welcome you in. Um, send me a DM or an email, hello at bonniecan.com. And I really hope whatever you have been through or whatever you have been currently triggered by, you allow yourself to do the healing. I know it can be really scary and overwhelming sometimes, but working with someone who you feel really comfortable with can make a massive difference. Also, something I love about the way I coach is it's all online. So that means that you can have that real beautiful feeling of safety in, <clears throat> excuse me, in your own space with your own comfort things. And it can be really nourishing to do it in your own home where you do have that safe space already established. So yeah, if you want to work with me, let me know. I am going to love you and leave you guys. I have to rush off to a beautiful massage um, to treat myself. Make sure you do as well. And have a beautiful, beautiful long weekend, I believe, in Australia. And yeah, I will talk to you guys soon. Lots of love. Any questions, shoot them my way and I will help you. Okay, guys. See you later. Bye. the divine make sure to leave a review and a star rating i'm gonna love you and leave you have an amazing night or day wherever you are and don't forget to dive into your own divine